0: Today is Wednesday, September 14th, 2022, A New Durham nuclear bombshell FBI paid Russian spies to lie about Donald Trump to frame Donald Trump to steal your votes and defy the will of the American people. It cannot be stated enough, ladies and gentlemen, these agencies are evil. The FBI seizes my fellow CEO Mike Lindell's phone because they want the best night's sleep that they can possibly get with a my MyPillow. And his phone is so fluffy and beautiful. GOP prepares to impeach Biden, and Savannah Hernandez joins the show. My name is Benny Johnson, and this is The Benny Show.
1: From the Durham probe, according to brand new court filings, we now know that the FBI paid a Russian man with ties to Moscow's intel agency for three years to be a confidential informant against Donald Trump. And it goes deeper. This individual was the primary source for Christopher Steele's dirty Russian disinformation dossier that Hillary Clinton paid for and is now on trial for lying to the FBI. In other words, the bureau was so desperate to get Trump that they paid a Russian agent to spew anti-Trump lies for three years. Boy,
2: that escalated quickly. I mean, that really got out of hand fast.
0: Wow! Okay, ladies and gentlemen. Here we go. This is going to be a tough one. This one is going to be the mother of all shows. Are you prepared? Do you have your black coffee? Are you ready? Ladies and gentlemen, this is the show where the pretext of everything you think you know gets destroyed. Where you crumble and the destruction... And the pure crumbling and the ever-loving last vestige of your faith inside of this diseased temple of an institution that is our intelligence agencies gets stripped bare. And you are able to see in the pure light of day And in the crisp black and white from John Durham's filing, which is still a month out from trial. What will we learn in the next month? If these are the bombshell revelations that we are learning today. So prepare yourself. And that is what we're going to do on this show. We're going to prepare you for what is about to come. You must be prepared. If you have lived your life thinking that the FBI and the DOJ and that these agencies are there to serve the American people and to make sure that everything's good for all of us and to make sure that the American people and democracy is protected. Well, you're about to have your world wrecked. And I want you to be prepared for that. We want to make sure that you are prepared to live in reality. We all want to live inside of the chocolate fountains and gumdrop world world that looks like NFL on Sunday, chicken wings and Bud Light. But ain't that world. And if we want to protect the world that we love and the values that we love and our families and the America we thought we were born into, the America that doesn't exist anymore, if we want to bring the country back to the America that you were born into and I was born into, well, ladies and gentlemen, we're going to have to deal with some uncomfortable realities. The first reality is this. The intelligence agencies colluded against you, the American people, in order to frame, impeach and destroy a president that you elected. They hate you. They do not care about your vote. They do not care about you. They want to harm you and they wish to do so by destroying the one vestige that you have to hold them accountable, which is your vote that you may cast for a candidate that may think that corrections need to be made inside of the deep state, permanent Washington, represented by Joe Biden, Nancy Pelosi, so perfectly and by this first story. Let's get into it. The FBI paid for Russian disinformation in order to frame Trump. That's right. There was disinformation used in order to rig the 2016 election. That disinformation, of course, didn't come from Donald Trump's campaign, including with the Russians. It came from our federal Bureau of Investigation colluding with the Russians in order to try and sabotage and destroy your vote. Our federal government used the money, the currency that you back up with your hard work in order to pay for Russian spies and their intelligence in order to harm Donald Trump. They paid for Russian disinformation to frame the president of the United States for colluding with Russia while themselves colluding with Russia. The FBI put a contributor for Hillary Clinton's campaign to smear Donald Trump with a dossier on the FBI payroll as a confidential human source after investigating Igor Dranchenko, which is the name of the man, for allegedly spying for the Russian government, revealed Special Counsel John Durham during a court filing unsealed yesterday evening in Virginia Federal Court. The filing contains this bombshell and other significant bombshells about the Democrat-led plot to use the U.S. intelligence agencies to deny Americans the result of their choice for president in 2016. There is nothing more than that that you need to know. That is the square that we must get to. The U.S. intelligence agencies that are supposed to protect all of us and be utterly unbiased and unpolitical, to be the letter of the law, Johnny Law, the G-Men, in their suits, following protocol, that is a myth. It is a deceitful lie. These places of extreme power with guns and armor and subpoena power and the ability to just kick down your door if they can do it to the president, they can do it to you. These people have been fully captured by the Marxists of the Democrat Party, their agencies. And their functions have been fully captured to the point where they will pay Russian spies, namely Igor Dranchenko, to further facilitate the erosion of your rights as an American to vote for any man or woman that you so choose to lead this country. What does this mean? This means we no longer live inside of a republic. We live inside of an oligarchy that has the power in order to usurp the will of the people. We live inside of a place that our founders warned us about. In fact, nay I say a place worse than what our founders rebelled against because our founders rebelled against a one cent tax on tea. Our founders rebelled against government forces that could invade your privacy, that could steal your firearms that didn't allow you to arm yourselves. Our founders rebelled against general warrants. Our founders rebelled against the rule of an unelected plutocracy in a far off land with different values, with a different God, with a different system and structure of authority than what they wished to be ruled by. And this first story shows precisely the lengths at which they are willing to go to in order to erode, rip away, and sabotage your voice and your vote. This is all about the fact that you selected Donald Trump as president in 2016. They hate you for it. They call you deplorables. Now they're calling you terrorists for doing it. And here we are. What did we find out? In John Durham's bombshell revelations from this release by the Virginia federal courts, the unsealing of these documents yesterday, John Solomon fills us in. Watch.
3: Let's think about this. The primary source for the Christopher Steele dossier, which was funded by the Hillary Clinton campaign, uh, is a person that the FBI believed starting in 2008 was tied to Russian intelligence. Why did they believe that? Because they had evidence he was soliciting Obama administration appointees, saying he would pay them if they would leak him classified information. He was working with the Russian intelligence agencies. He leaves the country. He comes back. They find out that he's the primary source for Christopher Steele. The FBI fires Christopher Steele because he was leaking to the media. They then hire this guy to be a confidential human source. They hire him. After they detected in their first interview with him in many years, in January 17, that he lied to them, that he denied being tied to Russian intelligence. They had to say, listen, buddy, we know you're tied to Russian intelligence. He corrects himself then. They then go and put this man on the payroll for three years trying to dig up dirt on Donald Trump. It's an extraordinary thing. And now we know that while he was doing all that work for the FBI, getting paid by American tax dollars, he was lying to the FBI, not once, not twice. Five times in the indictment, and John Durham says he's going to reveal many more lies that Igor Danchenko told the FBI during this time.
0: We cover a lot of data on this show, so when was the last time you heard us talk about a number that reached absolute zero? Well, a few times. There are absolutely zero functional brain cells inside of Joe Biden's head. There is 0% chance of us voting for a Democrat in November, and there's 0% chance that Hillary Clinton will become president. Financially in our lifetime, we have seen numbers reach absolute zero and it's been terrifying. In the last recession, stocks like Washington Mutual, Lehman Brothers and Chrysler reached absolute zero in value overnight. Could it happen again? Of course it could. And if it did, would you be protected? This is why we invest in gold. Gold has never been at absolute zero in value ever in world history. In fact, gold value is rising like a hockey stick. That's why the savviest Americans like me, diversify their savings to protect them from downturns in the market, from global instability, and from a falling, collapsing dollar. Birch Gold Group helps me invest in gold and silver in a tax sheltered retirement account, and they can help you. Text Benny to 989898, and you can convert your old 401k or IRA into a precious metals-backed IRA right now. Do it. It's the smart move and We got two more years of Joe Biden, so what can you do, man? Text Benny to 989898 to invest in something of real value with my friends at Birch Gold. How long will you allow the insult? How long will you be taken advantage of? What is the limit to which the American people will let our Federal agencies usurp our will, our constitution, and further insult us, spit in our eye, and put their boot on the back of our necks with the type of, what is the word for it? There's uh, the, the desecration, I believe, of our national sovereignty and of our integrity. Desecration is the best way. So when ISIS blows up temples and desecrates like Christian churches, when they burn down statues and do all sorts of horrible things, that's similar to this. That's similar. This is a desecration of our nation. What they did was they took a guy who was a Russian. He's a Russian-born Russian agent. His name's Igor Dranchenko. They knew he was lying to them. Here's the article. Let's get into it. They knew he was lying to him. Dranchenko is charged with five counts of lying to the FBI during the relationship and faces trial next month in Virginia suburbs of Washington, D.C. They should start trying these things in Florida, by the way. Uh, It's a lot closer to Guantanamo Bay, where these people belong. But I digress. What they did was they took the guy who was lying to them that they know was a Russian agent that they know lied about Donald Trump. One of the lies he made up was that Donald Trump ordered a prostitute to pee on the bed that Barack Obama slept in 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 Russia. Okay, that's one of the things that this guy manufactured. This is the PP guy. This is a guy, Igor Tranchenko. You're going to hear us talk about him a lot. So the PP guy that made up the Donald Trump forced a Russian prostitute to pee on the bed of Barack Obama, this guy, the FBI not only knew he was lying to them, knew he was a Russian agent, knew that he concocted the Steele dossier. They took him in, not to custody or prison. They took him in to the payroll. They used your money, your cash, your American tax dollars, your greenbacks, with George Washington on the cover of them and Benjamin Franklin, and they paid this filthy Russian scum in order to protect him. They protected this man. The reason they did this was, and we've spent the entire morning talking with people inside of the intelligence agencies, intelligence services, the entire morning we've spent calling our sources and saying, what the hell happened here? And here's what they've come up with. Here's what they've told us. This was done to protect Igor Dranchenko. This was done so that the FBI could claim that he's a part of the sources and methods system of protection. They cover him up with a confidential human source. That means they don't have to mention him on documents. They essentially put a giant veil between him and the public. And now John Durham is taking his nuclear tipped hypersonic missile truth bombs from space and launching them directly at that shield and ripping it in two. Ripping it in two as though it were the holy of holies. Right down the middle. Let's look at what he's discovered. Let's jump into the story here. First story from just the news In a bombshell revelation. Prosecutor John Durham revealed on Tuesday in court that the FBI paid a Russian businessman and confidential human source to, to in the investigation of Donald Trump's 2016 campaign, though it had prior concerns that the businessman was tied to Moscow. Oh, you wonder. Durham persuaded a federal judge in the upcoming Igor Drenchenko trial to unseal the motion revealing that Dranchenko was a primary source for the now discredited Steele dossier, was paid by the FBI as a confidential human source for three years, up until 2020, October of 2020. How evil is this regime? Donald Trump was president for four years, and this man was on the payroll the entire time. The man who made up the PP dossier was on the payroll the whole time. Did you know that while well, you thought Trump was chalking up wins for Israel, moving the embassy, lowering unemployment, making the American economy roar again, bringing all these wins to the American people, building the wall while you were sitting there. rah! along with me, I was with you. Hey, man, Trump's winning. Did you know that the FBI was currently paying the guy who made up the PP dossier? Did you know that? I just found that out a few hours ago. Maybe you're hearing it for the first time on our show. Are you as enraged as we are? Man, I got, I got, uh, I've had a belly full of it. I got bile in my mouth. I've got cement in my stomach right now. I am pissed. In March of 2017, the FBI signed the defendant, Igor Dranchenko, up as a paid confidential human source. Durham unsealed this in a court filing. Durham ain't even done. Durham's trial doesn't happen until next month, baby. October is when we go to trial here. What more shall we learn? John Durham says, get ready. Durham confirmed that the FBI had concerns with Drachenko's ties to Russian intelligence. Oh, you think? In a counterintelligence probe, after learning that he was trying to buy classified information from the Obama administration. Oh, okay. Got it. So this guy's trying to buy classified information for Vladimir Putin. That's right. Who's named in this? Vladimir Putin. This guy was trying to spy on Barack Obama for Vladimir Putin. The FBI is putting him on the payroll. Your payroll, by the way. It's not the FBI's money. It's your cash. It's your money. We're the American people. We're the people who fund all this crap by working our asses off. We're busting our asses, breaking our necks, working doubles. And these guys are paying, taking that money and that equity that we put the sweat equity of our labor that funds the American dollar, the stock exchange, Goldman Sachs, all of it. We paid this guy. They took your money and your labor while you were busting your ass. Are you a farmer? Are you a plumber? Are you a nurse? What do you do? You work at Walmart? God bless you. You're an honorable person. You're working. You're paying your taxes. The FBI is taking that money and giving it to a Russian agent. To try and steal your vote. To try and rob you of your voice in the election. That's what they did. You must know about it, and I must know about it. We're finding out about it essentially the same time. As has been publicly reported, the defendant was the subject of an FBI counterintelligence investigation from 2019 to 2011. Durham, in the late 2018, while the defendant was employed by a prominent think tank in Washington D.C., the defendant engaged two fellow employees about whether one of the employees might be able or willing to provide classified information in exchange for money. He's a spy. The FBI closed the counterintelligence probe in 2010, only after it incorrectly believed that defendant had left the country. Oh, okay. So the FBI lets him stay. Another F before the FBI hired Dranchenko as a confidential human source that directed more troubling behavior. The prosecutor told the court during 2017 interview, the FBI with the FBI. Correction. The defendant initially denied having any contact with Russian intelligence, as noted by the agent's. He contradicted himself and stated that he had contacted multiple Russian agents in the filing, asked the filing, asked the court for permission to use the evidence at trial and other lies that Dranchenko allegedly told the FBI and were not charged with as part of this indictment. So Durham is going for broke here. Durham plans to show the jury evidence that Dranchenko made un... Uncharged false statements to the FBI regarding the purported receipt of information reflecting Donald Trump's alleged salacious sexual activity at the Ritz-Carlton hotel in Moscow, that Trump paid prostitutes to pee on beds. This guy made all that up. The FBI knew it was a lie. Boy, if there's something the Biden regime has taught us is that we live inside of a country of takers. These people will literally take money out of your bank account to pay for their student loans. It is infuriating. That's why it's so refreshing to partner with a company that is a giver. PureTalk wants to give you something. That's right. Verizon, AT&T, T-Mobile, they're takers. They take way too much of your money for data you will never use. PureTalk, my cell phone company, gives you choices. Only pay for the data that you need. That's how the average family, like mine, saves 75 bucks a month switching to PureTalk. With PureTalk, it's easy to find the right plan for you and your family, unless unlimited talk, text, and data, and plans from two gigs all the way to unlimited with mobile hotspots, all on America's most reliable 5G network. So why pay more? Here's another thing Talk is going to give you. This month, when you switch to Pure Talk, you pay one month, they'll give you the next month free. The big, woke corporate cell phone service providers would never. So do this. Go to puretalk.com, choose a plan, enter the promo code Benny at checkout, and get your second month free. Go to puretalk.com and enter the promo code Benny to switch to my cell phone company pure talk and the FBI paid for it and people must be held accountable because you're going to lose the, the 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 whole operation here is that we trust at least at the very basis level we trust federal law enforcement to enforce the laws and to protect the American people if they don't do that we got nothing left a man in charge of that would be Jim Jordan Jim Jordan had this to say about the matter. Jim Jordan, of course, a champion for the movement, a champion for law and order. This man was incensed. The old wrestler Jim Jordan coming back to the mat. Watch.
1: Our tax dollars are being used to pay a guy to lie to us. Such a deal for the taxpayer. For goodness sake, I I mean, I, I never thought this could get any worse than what we already knew about this whole Mueller dossier, all this baloney, just further emphasizing how political the Justice Department has become what it was five, six years ago, even worse today. So that is frightening. And then on the inflation issue, Sean, I mean, how tone deaf can the Democrats be the day they get terrible inflation numbers? The market drops over a thousand points, what do they do? Invite James Taylor to the White House for a pep rally. This is crazy. Kellyanne's exactly right. American voters, American people, American families have common sense. They know what's going on. There's a reason why so many people think Joe Biden's doing a bad job. It's because he is. And they're going to show up, I think, in a big way in 56 days and change who runs the government.
0: 56 days to change our nation. The Federalists, One of our favorite sites had this to say. They said that the reason the FBI was paying this man, Dranchenko, was in order to continue their probe into Donald Trump, in order to slander Donald Trump, in order to keep Donald Trump from running the country, in order to sabotage Donald Trump's White House. And you know what pains me to say it? They did a damn good job of it. They sabotaged this man. When does Donald Trump get a, fir- a second first term? I'll say it again. When will Donald Trump get a clean shot on the goal? He should get a penalty kick. Here they go. They throw the flag. I'm going to bring some more props into this show. We have a NFL flag. We're going to throw it when there's been a foul. When there is something that should erode your confidence in how the game is being run. When people are behaving illegally, we take the flag and we throw it. It magically appears right back on my desk, thanks to Royce. We throw the flag. That's what a referee does, and that's what we do on this show. They rigged the game against Donald Trump by stealing his first term from him. They stole that first term by paying the people behind the dossier that Hillary Clinton paid for putting them on the FBI's payroll in order to further malign, slander and continue the hoax that is Donald Trump colluding with Russians. In fact, it was Hillary Clinton colluding with Russians and then the FBI paying Russians. The swamp grows ever darker and ever more repulsive with every passing day, a place that truly and biblically must see a reckoning, the reckoning that Jim Jordan talks about there, the reckoning that we will cover here in a article from Vox about what Republicans intend on doing for this swamp will only happen with victory. Victory is the only solution. Victory is it. Without victory, we don't get the changes that must take place, the hard changes that must take place now in this generation. We're the ones to do it. You want a better country? Now's our time. If not now, when? When? When our kids, every single one of our children and grandchildren are suffering FBI break-ins? When? Every person who ever owns a MAGA hat gets their own Stasi raid by the American Gestapo at the orders of Kamala Harris and Vice President Hillary Clinton? When? When? When AOC and Bernie Sanders' wing of the party... Gets total control of the Senate and the House? When? They get rid of the Electoral College? They get rid of the Senate system? Now none of the red states have any representation? That's what they're planning! That's next, trust me! Will it be enough then? Vote. Vote. The Federalist says this, not only did the FBI pay the Russian for Russian disinformation, so did Clinton. And she did so to interfere in the 2016 election. They did interfere. The public already knew that Durham's failed prosecution of the Clinton campaign attorney Michael Sussman, that the campaign paid Fusion GPS for opposition research. Fusion, in turn, hired Steele to dig up dirt on Trump. The FBI, in turn, hired the sub sources for the dossier. The sub sources for the dossier. Dranchenko sought to broker Putin's purchase of classified information. In the Obama regime, the FBI knew this man was a Russian agent working for Vladimir Putin, and they hired him with your tax dollars. It cannot be stated enough. These agencies are dead set on usurping the only power you have as Americans. The last thing that stands in the way of them in total control is you voting. You voted for Trump. You put Donald Trump in office, and now they are trying to steal your vote, your election. They are trying to erode your voice, the only voice you have. You think you own your property? You think you own anything in this country? Try paying, try not paying your property taxes. Give it a shot. Try not paying your mortgage. Give it a shot. You think you own anything around here? You think we're any better? This organization is any better? This organization of criminals any better than what runs Communist China? It isn't. It's time for some hard realities in this country. These people are as evil as the Communist Chinese Party and they have the same means and they have the same ends. The federalized police force that can do anything it wants, erode any civil liberty, that is their goal. They're getting scarily close to it. So don't live inside of a fantasy land. Live in reality with me. Join me. It's painful. It means work but we're willing to do it. The first step is acknowledging that these agencies, the intelligence agencies in collusion with the Democrats worked to rig the 2016 election for Hillary Clinton against Donald Trump. And when Donald Trump won in spite of their rigging, they then continued to sabotage the will of the American people by paying Russian agents with your tax dollars. That's it. That's it. There's the story. Now, John Durham, this is his first filing. We got next month a trial. Get ready. You want an October surprise, baby? We got you. These bombshells will continue to drop and we will continue to report on them. This will become the most important story in America because this is the key. As Cash Patel says, Russiagate is the roadmap to everything. Donald Trump's raid the current Stasi FBI and Gestapo FBI, all of it is tied to Russiagate. All of it started then. And that is the point. We will continue on this show to educate about this, and we hope you will join us. The FBI has seized my fellow CEO, Mike Lindell's phone. Mike Lindell, a friend of the show. He's never been on the show. We must book him. We have to book Mike Lindell. You want to hear from Mike on this show? I would love to have him on. Mike Lindell had his phone seized by the FBI on Tuesday. Mike Lindell, who just wants to provide a great night's sleep, the best night's sleep in the whole wide world, you can visit MyPillow.com. They didn't pay for that. I just like Mike Lindell, and I like his mustache. It was cool before Top Gun was a billion-dollar-grossing movie. Mike Lindell bringing the mustache back. The FBI seized his phone. Mike Mike Lindell began by explaining that he had a buddy, that he had on out on a fishing trip, decided to stop at a Hardee's drive-through. Hardee's, if you're not familiar, a f- spectacular chain. I think in the Midwest predominantly, but anyway, Hardee's, great burger joint. On the way home, he was taking a fishing trip. We pulled through the drive-through to take the order, and Mike Lindell said that the FBI came through, parked perpendicular perpendicular to them in the drive-through, and the FBI got out. and confiscated his phone. Lindell said he told his buddy this is either a bad guy or it's the FBI. According to Lindell, another car came up shortly after and pinned them in on both sides. At Lindell's request, the people in the cars in front and right showed him their badges. The officers told him that they had a warrant for his cell phone and would be confiscating it, to which Lindell replied that he has to run five companies through his phone and he doesn't have a computer. It's not a laughing matter. I just love Mike Lindell. I've met him a couple times. Mike Lindell is every bit of the MyPillow guy that you see on Tucker Carlson's show. Tucker Carlson covered this on his show. And here's what Tucker had to say.
1: This is a Fox News alert and a shocking one. We told you last night that the Biden administration has politicized law enforcement to the point where it feels Soviet. And we were not overstating it. The FBI has just raided the guy who sells pillows on this channel. Not because the pillows were bad, but because they don't like who we voted for. Matt Finn is tracking the developments in that story tonight. Matt?
0: Tucker, Mike Lindell, known as the Pillow Guy, reports on his live
1: stream, Lindell TV, that FBI agents located him, questioned him, showed him their badges and asked him questions about Colorado and Dominion voting machines and then provided him with a warrant to seize his cell phone.
0: I hope that the FBI got a lot of pillows. I think I'm going to just start wandering around. I need to talk to Posobiec about this. I'm going to start wandering around with a uh, Hunter Biden hard drive. Okay, so if the FBI comes knocking on my door, I can just hand them the Hunter Biden hard drive and be like, hey, all the information's on that. And then it will have proof positive. I'll run up here to the studio. I'll call Royce and we'll say, hey, Royce, got to go live. The FBI now has confirmed that they have Hunter Biden's laptop. I just handed it to him. That's just going to happen. That's just the way of things. That's the way it's got to go. Sick time that we live in. After showing him a copy of the warrant, Lindell explained that he he was not given a chance to back up his phone and that it was simply taken away. According to another clip, Mike Lindell apparently evangelized to the FBI agents and shared the gospel of Jesus Christ with them. Classic Mike Lindell on brand at all times. Uh, God bless Mike Lindell and we'll have him on the show. You want to hear from Mike? I want to hear from Mike. Let's hear what he evangelized. He, he shared the word of Jesus Christ with the FBI agents. Man, that's a story right there. See if we can see if we can book him for tonight's evening live. Are you sick of this? Boy, I'm sick of it. As I said, I've had a belly full. What will Republicans do? What shall they do? It is indeed their job to protect us. Now, Republicans are not the solution to all of your problems. That's pretty clear. But Republicans uh, definitely do stand against the Democrat Party, which is the cause of all of your problems. So what will Republicans do if we give them power back? I'm telling you to go vote. I'm telling you that this is the time that the hour is here and you got to check the time. And if you know the time, you know, the hour is here. And this ain't something we can leave for our kids. Savannah Hernandez will join the show very soon. She's a youngin. Royce is a youngin; They're in their 20s. Even they are 10 years younger than me, at least. I can't leave it to them. This is our time. What will we do? What will we demand the Republican Party do if we put them in power? Well, it's up to us. Vox has the story. What will Republicans do if they get back into Congress from Vox.com? We thought it was very interesting. Vox.com saying specifically... And there are a couple of promises here from the midterm election saying Vox essentially setting up the story, saying that, yo, Republicans will probably get back power. Don't believe all the polls. Republicans are probably going to sweep back into power. All they need to do is get net one in the Senate. All the Republicans got to do is defend a couple of states. They could come through and ro- with a roaring win in places like Arizona with our with sweet, sweet Kerry Lake, they could come through and absolutely destroy multiple Senate seats Huge wins last night in New Hampshire uh, uh, with some Trump-backed candidates, and we'll cover that in just a moment. Trump's massive win. Uh, But there are a few roadmaps. The Republican Study Committee have released a 122-page manifesto dubbed the Blueprint to Save America. Uh, Kevin McCarthy, who we have a tepid admiration for on the show. We've invited on the show many times. We hope that he uh, comes on. Kevin McCarthy is going to be revealing very soon, I think this week or next, his plan for America. We look forward to that. What will Republicans do? It is this section of the article. Uh, Royce, can you scroll down and show the people? Expect investigations and an impeachment push that we are very excited about. Here we go, ladies and gentlemen. Aside. From impeachment, Republicans have confirmed that they are looking into holding a series of House investigations next year when they take power, especially in the areas of Democrats handling of the southern border. DOJ, inflation, energy, reps, James Comer has set to lead the House Oversight and Reform Committee, and he is based. He's based. We have the base ruling. We rule that James Comer is based. That is a ruling from this court. James Comer said that he will drag in Hunter Biden into the committee. And he also wants to spearhead investigations into the dealings of the Biden family and the origins of COVID-19. That's incredible and impressive. We must hold them to it. In late August, The Hill reported that some members plan to push for impeachment of the president. Some who have already introduced at least eight resolutions to that end. While the existing impeachment resolutions will expire by the end of the year, some lawmakers have vowed to reintroduce impeachment Starting in January, Marjorie Taylor Greene of Georgia, of course, has been on this show. She wants to impeach Merrick Garland as well. Joined us hot off the steps from the U.S. Capitol. You heard it here first, ladies and gentlemen, and we'll have her back for the impeachment of Joe Biden. McConnell has urged his party to avoid campaigning in the midterms on impeachment. Classic Mitch McConnell. Uh, He did that through a press conference inside of the Galapagos uh, encasement at the zoo where he lives peeked his head out of his little shell, and he said, please don't make me run a race against a rabbit. I wouldn't win. That's what Mitch McConnell said in a statement. It has been interpreted to say, don't talk about impeachment. Well, ladies and gentlemen, that is what we're going to talk about. The Democrats have changed the rules. The rules are now you get impeached when you run for president. You get impeached for literally phone calls. You get impeached for the Russian scandals that were literally manufactured and paid for by the FBI and you get impeached for just sounding like a total jackass like Joe Biden did at the White House yesterday. Wow. OK, so that's what Republicans have in store for winning. What do Democrats have in store? Well, we have proof of what the Democrats have in store for you. The Democrats, as the stock market spiraled and collapsed into absolute ashes yesterday, the worst day for the stock market in many years, one of the largest days of collapse in many years, everything falling directly through the floor. Joe Biden held a celebration. He invited hippies to come sing. Uh uh he invited hippie. James Taylor sang a song about um drugs and suicide, which is a little weird given Joe Biden's son, and given the fact that the stock market was committing Harry Carey on screen, live on screen, as Joe Biden was screaming at the crowd there, screaming. Clip F. Joe Biden essentially dropping an F to the audience. Listen. Look. I'm not
2: being very I'm deadly earnest about this. Imagine being a mom or a dad looking at your child. You know, the needs of not very to live to live and not having the money to pay for it. Not a joke. Think about it. Think about what you'd think about at the time. Think about how you'd feel if you didn't have the insurance and didn't have the money. It's wrong. It's not who we are. And we're going to fix that, too.
0: There's a meme called the old man yells at cloud meme. It's from The Simpsons. It's where an old man is yelling at a cloud. It's like a newspaper article. And the old man yells at the cloud. That's Joe Biden. Joe Biden did the meme. Joe Biden did the meme. As appreciators of a memes on this show, I mean, we got to give him a tip of the hat for that. We don't give him any tip of the hat or jacket for essentially tripping on his own jacket during the performance. This entire thing was such a train wreck. It's so embarrassing. Watch.
2: The future of America is bright. And the promise of America is real. It is real. It is real. This is an extraordinary story being written today in America by this administration as I step all over my coat. Good thing my mom's not around.
0: But look. It's a weird weird thing to say about your dearly departed mother. Good thing my mom's not around. Okay, yikes. Thankfully, my mom, who watches the show from here in Florida. Hi, Dana. uh, My mom, I would never say such a thing. I would also never stomp on my jacket on stage like a complete freak and weirdo. Also, freak and weirdo. It was freaky to see Joe Biden give some large pronouncement of how great the economy is doing as the stock market collapses live on TV. Neil Cavuto had this to say on Fox News about it.
2: Pharma blocked Medicare from negotiating lower drug practices, prices.
3: All right, I do not want to be a party crasher, but we interrupt this sell off stocks tanking because inflation is accelerating. The very inflation that the president says he's made great progress addressing, heralding his Inflation Reduction Act as the boon for the economy that we didn't see in a key number out earlier today. Welcome, everybody. I'm Neil Cavuto and Fox on top of a sell off the likes of which we've not seen In quite some time, in percentage terms, the roughly 4% hit in the Dow is the worst we've seen in two years. Ditto the S&P 500. And again, the Nasdaq all hit and hit hard because inflation remains stuck and no one can get it under control. Okay,
0: just in case you guys wonder if we do this show, if we do this show uh, 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 live, I'm seeing some people say that I mispronounced nuclear in the comment section. Okay, it's the same. Like, I don't ever want to do a George Bush impression. All right, nuclear, nuclear. We read the comments during the show. We love all of you. We sincerely do. And if you care about this show, if you care about us, please consider subscribing to the podcast. That is the number one way, free way that you can help us out. Please consider sharing the show on social media. Follow along. We will bring you the flames. We will bring you the the rulings. We will bring you the flags, okay, on the field that we need. And we will sit here with Honest Abe, stare at us in the face every single show. Honest Abe looking right at us. Here we go. Sweet Abe. All right. And I use the uh, clean cut Abraham Lincoln because I myself cannot grow a beard and it makes me feel more masculine. So I'm looking at clean cut Abraham Lincoln, young, sweet Abraham Lincoln staring right at us. He will judge us if we are dishonest. He will be judging us. He judges Joe Biden every single day if we are dishonest. And Joe Biden was so dishonest that he actually had CNN interrupt him live while he was giving his remarks. CNN, of all places, cuts in and says, yo, the president's lying. Take it away.
1: OK, you're listening there to President Biden at the White House. He's celebrating the passage of the Inflation Reduction Act. He says
4: that he's been fighting big pharma for decades. Um, but there is this unfortunate split screen right now with the Dow taking a total beating down more than 1,200 points. And
1: so it feels like uh, it's hard to be celebratory for some people in the crowd.
0: Yeah. So it's kind of hard to be celebrating. Eh, kind of an unfortunate split screen. Remember how CNN used to like troll Donald Trump live with the little chirons? Man, that would grate on my nerves. Man, that would infuriate me. They'd be like, Donald Trump says that Jerusalem is the Holy Land. Correction, Jerusalem bad. <clears throat> Trump, orange man. <clears throat> like it's, uh, so it's so, it was so pathetic. CNN was such trash. Such a dumpster fire. And so was this event yesterday. Just complete dumpster fire here. The event was going on while inflation was skyrocketing. Again, inflation artificially low. It was 8.3%. That was the number for August. 8.3% inflation. That's higher than they were expecting. And it was actually, it's super low because it should be. Real inflation is like 15% because they're they're draining the petroleum reserves. And so this doesn't account for the fact that the price of gas is artificially low. And the price of gas is something we use every single day to get to this show, get back to this show. Royce is here. We've got the Royce cam, the Rolls Royce cam. He doesn't drive a Rolls Royce, but his name is Royce. Royce drives to the show every single day. He's got to drive 30 minutes. We shot a special all night, all evening. Last night we were driving all over the place. How's the price of gas, Royce? Good or good or Bad. 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 $2 gas. <laughs> the wall and no new wars, cheap groceries and mean tweets. That's what we want back, baby. Nancy Pelosi, on the other hand, still has to ask people to clap for her. This is, how, this is how pathetic the Democrats running the economy is. Nancy Pelosi had to beg people to clap for her at her own event. All right. Here's Nancy Pelosi doing her best impression of Jeb Bush. Go,
3: Mr. President, thank you for unifying and inspiring a vision of a stronger, fairer, safer future for all for our children your extraordinary leadership has made this glorious day possible i that's an applause line
0: <laughs> introduce uh like uh that's an applause line that's an applause line what i what I, you know again like w- w- if you cook someone a meal, do you have to like run up to them and be like, this meal is delicious. You will like this meal. It's tasty. Like, you you shouldn't have to say that if someone wants to applause, they'll they'll applaud. All right. That's how it works. You shouldn't have to like run up and, and demand. Like, what if you were a comedian? All right. I try. I try as hard as I can to be a little funny on this show. We have props and everything. What? Like. What if I had to run up to people and be, like I tell a joke, I'm at a nightclub, I tell a joke. And then I'm like, the joke was funny. Laugh.
2: You need to laugh.
0: Like, what would you do? Well, I mean, you'd think I was a freak. You'd think I was super creepy. And you'd probably leave the club. You'd finish your drink. You slam your bourbon. You'd be like, that guy's a freak. I'm gonna unfollow him on social media. Somebody that you should follow on social media, not Nancy Pelosi. Somebody who doesn't who someone who does ask a lot of questions, but never has to ask us to laugh because she's hysterical and her content is amazing. Is the great Savannah Hernandez who joins us now. Yo, Savannah, hey, thank you so much for being on the program.
4: Benny, thank you so much for having me. Very excited to be here, as
0: always sorry about the delay we were just we had these stories to cover savannah we told savannah a different time she was so nice to like be patient and join us now and thank you if you don't follow savannah hernandez man you gotta check out her video she does the best man on the street okay first off everyone follows savannah uh and then and then savannah we're getting record viewership today so everyone follows savannah (laughs) second off second off Savannah travels all over the place, including, most importantly, to like blue cities, to blue states, to urban areas, to places that Republicans and Republican journalists and journalists of any stripe don't ever travel to. And she asks questions. Now, we just did a segment about Joe Biden being unable to get applause at his own White House with his own invited guests. And so I guess the question for you permanently, Savannah, is are is there such a thing as a Joe Biden supporter? Have you ever found one in the wild? I
4: have Benny, but they're usually lacking in brain cells, and they can't hold a conversation with me for more than two minutes. Uh, and again, too, you know, the average Joe Biden voter now—the people who legitimately voted for him—are seeing what's happening with the economy. Are seeing that uh, again, similar to what Nancy Pelosi just did, they have to ask for applause because that crowd right there basically mirrored all of America. Right? Nobody's applauding Joe Biden. Nobody's happy with his presidency. Everyone sees exactly what he's doing to this country. He's destroying it in record time. That's the only thing that he has been good at so far. I believe that food just hit a 43-year high. We haven't seen food prices this high since 1979. So, uh, yeah, you know, the basic American with just common sense and two eyeballs can see that America isn't doing well and nobody likes Joe, as per usual.
0: So we did a we did a video. Yeah, Royce and I went out and filmed a video yesterday with the local rapper who has this giant Trump truck, and we're driving through Tampa. Tampa's a blue city, right? It's blue city, votes for Democrats. I don't like it. I like Tampa as a, as a city, but you know, votes for some libs sometimes. I don't like that. We're driving around through downtown Blue Tampa, through like some urban areas, some uh, so traditionally Cuban areas. Uh, by the way, Cubans are extremely based. Everyone's like, yo, Trump truck, we love you. The FedEx guys hop out of their FedEx car or like run over and take photos with the truck. Like these guys do not look like Republic, your classic Republican voter. And I guess I'm wondering, as somebody who does so much of this, like what are the streets saying about Joe Biden's? What are the streets saying about Joe Biden's presidency?
4: So, Benny, you know, it's the same exact thing every single time where I have literally so I specifically go to the inner cities because we know that those are the people that are are the most targeted by Democrats. Right. So I go to these inner cities. I go to the inner community, middle class Americans who are the backbone of this economy and who are actually feeling the impact of the rising gas prices, the empty grocery shelves, the uh, inflation rates. Right. And I have had people tell me, you know, specifically black Americans, I still think Donald Trump is a racist, but I'm still going to vote for him over Joe Biden. And then again, that's when you come in and you say, okay, let's talk about why you think he's a racist. And then you kind of, you know, have a conversation with them and help dispel a lot of those um, false narratives that they have been fed and lied to about. So it's a really pivotal time right now ahead of 2022 and, of course, 2024 for us to win over these voters, for us to say, hey, you know what? The economy is one of these biggest issues right now that is directly affecting every single American. Let's go talk to them on the street and educate them as to why the country is so bad. So this is a very important time to educate people and And yeah, like I said, even the Trump haters who are still dealing with Trump derangement syndrome, they haven't healed from that virus. They're even now saying I would still rather have Trump in office because Joe Biden horrific.
0: (laughs) Can you wear two masks to uh, to prevent Trump derangement syndrome infection? I mean, what is it?
4: Oh, yeah, hopefully. I don't know. That would be the only time I would ever wear face masks if it uh, (laughs) prevented that. Then, yes.
0: So, okay, you went to the street and you go, You do educate. It's incredible watching your videos. You do educate and we love promoting your work and we love promoting your content. And You do educate and you've released a video. This week was September 11th, right? On Sunday. And of mm-hmm. course, September 12th was Monday. And we were able to see a lot of use of September 11th uh, for political gain by leftists and by Democrats, by corporate Democrats uh, on the anniversary, which of course is a desecration. It's evil. Uh, But there are a lot of people around today who don't remember who, you know, don't remember September 11th as vividly as I do. I'm 36. Maybe you're one of them. I know Royce is one of them uh, who were, you know, either young or like infants at this time. You went out and you talked with kids about September 11th. What did you find?
4: Benny, this is probably one of the most difficult man of the streets that I've had to go do because it was a straight up desecration of 9-11, the anniversary of it. I went and I asked Zoomers on these college campuses, hey, do you think that this date is still significant? To which they responded, well, slavery was much worse. And if we don't celebrate Juneteenth, why should we even recognize 9-11? So absolutely horrific. A lot of them, too, saying it's not significant to me because I don't think it's important. It doesn't apply to me. I even had one. Of course, it was a white liberal who basically victimized herself and said that she had trauma because she had to watch the burning buildings and people dying in class when she was a little kid. So that's what she took away from 9-11. And then, you know, I went on to ask them, hey, well, after 9-11, America was the most unified it has ever been as an uh, American yourself. Are you proud to be an American? And then I had all of these young kids basically saying, no, I would rather live in Mexico. That was a journalism student who said that, by the way, Uh, 15 journalists have been killed in 2022 so far in Mexico. And then I had, um, a gay man saying he'd rather go live in Algeria. Yeah, go look up the LGBTQ rights in Algeria and then you'd probably change your mind on that one. But we have an entire generation of young Americans who don't understand the significance of 9-11, these historical events, what those families went through. They have no loyalty to America. And that's why, you know, you were talking about the FBI and how corrupt our intelligence agencies have become. That's why we're living through what we're living through right now, because the next generation has been indoctrinated and they've been told that, you know, America as a whole, it's, it's p- not popular to love your country it's not popular to be a patriot it's actually super cringy so you should hate your country and you should uh, you know wish to live in another country and that's why we're seeing the you know political persecution of americans nationwide an okay thing now because our fellow man has been taught that america is evil and that we should not respect uh, past events such as 9-11
0: it is one of the hardest things. It was, a lot of times your, your content is like lighthearted, it's bubbly, it's, in, it's, it's always interesting, but it, it takes sort of like a, a unique tact with like a warm and happy ending. Man, this one did not have that. Yeah. This one is troubling. Let's play the clip.
4: Yesterday was the 21st anniversary of 9-11. I'm asking the younger generation, does this date still hold significance to you? Do you still think it's important?
0: Nobody cares about it. Like our age, uh, because like a lot of us understand like the reality behind what happened and how much like we did to other countries that like not like deserve but like deserve what happened like 9-11 uh, obviously like uh, like support to all the families and everybody like that pass and like it's super it's a tragic event but the amount of shit we've done to other countries like the younger generation doesn't care cuz we all like hate the military we hate America so there's like bigger tragedies that really don't get like touched on like Even Juneteenth this year wasn't really celebrated that much. If something like that isn't getting, like, celebrated or given, like, the support that it should be given, why would we give it to, like, 9-11? I'm sorry, but I think slavery is a little bit of a bigger tragedy than 9-11 was. Hmm.
4: So that was just the beginning of that entire clip as well, Benny. Yes, of
0: course. Yeah. The whole thing was much worse. Yes. (laughs)
4: Um, But I will say that I did find some older Americans who did remember and live through 9-11 and they did have a very important message to these youths who said, oh, 9-11 is not important. They said, if you don't love America, then leave. And I so we did have a positive ending still. But, you know, that's a part of the longer video. Uh,
0: I'm not I I don't ever you know, I don't ever want to ask anyone for money. I mean, the show is very successful and we're so proud of the staff that we can hire here and we, we love it. But if I did have extra cash, okay, here's what I would do. I would create the Benny uh foundation scholarship that is a like one way flight paid to Venezuela, Cuba or North Korea and you can go and I will happily I will pay for it man I will sink money into that thing I will fundraise so that we can take American libs uh predominant uh, you know pro- probably predominantly white american libs and we can send them to the places that they so admire, and I want them to experience it firsthand. We went to Cuban film documentary. I want them to see it. I want them to see it. They won't understand unless they actually go. Uh, Savannah, where can people find the full video? Uh, where can people find you? Um, and, uh, what is your final, what is your final message? I suppose, as you talk to the youth of America, like leave us on an optimistic note here. You know, so often you're so you're like smiling, you're optimistic. Uh, but that, you know, leave us on an optimistic note here. What's, uh, what's, how do we save this country?
4: How do we save the country? We go out onto the streets of America and we go to college campuses and we educate the youth on the reality of, you know, the freedoms and the rights and the liberties that we are granted in this country. People can go find that full video on Sav Says on YouTube or Rumble. Go follow me on Instagram at Sav with one N. And uh, yeah, go out into your community, talk to your fellow man and start taking your country back, taking your communities back because that's the best way we're going to save this country is by getting active and talking to our fellow man and educating uh, because, you know, the left does a great job of educating this next generation via the government uh, school system. So we need to push back by going out in the street and saying, okay, we're going to tell you the truth about what's really going on.
0: Amazing. Here's your website right here, savsasofficial.com. There's the website. I see the uh, Newsmax logo on there. We love having you on Newsmax. Uh, we need to send you a Benny Show logo so you can slap that on there as well. And there's the there's the video right there at the top, right? Is that the video?
4: That's the video. College students, forget 9-11, go check it out. But again, be warned, it may destroy the last shred of hope you have for the next generation.
0: <laughs> we will never be without hope. It is our birthright as Americans to hope against hope. And we've defeated worse enemies or as bad of enemies as we face today. And so we carry on. Thank you, Sav, for your work.
4: Thank you, Benny. A
0: great time as always. (laughs) All right, see ya. The best part of the show, and I consider myself, I guess, young at heart. I'm 36. The best part of this show, I remember the 80s. I remember rewinding rewinding tapes that we rented from... Blockbuster, right? If you remember that, man, you were part of a different era. You remember a truly free America without an internet and without the politicized federal agencies. But. It's so wonderful on this show to like highlight and to promote young conservative talent. By watching this show, you promote young conservative talent. We want to bring on the Savannah Hernandezes. We want to provide be a job creator here on this show. We're so excited about that element of the show. It is actually the most wonderful uh, blessing to be able to provide jobs for young conservative creators. And by watching and by sharing and by liking our pages, you do that. And so we say thank you. Again, if you subscribe to our podcast, you also do that, and so we thank you for subscribing. Savannah Hernandez, she's got a bright career ahead of her. Uh, not so bright for some inside of the political class. Nancy Pelosi's career should have been over a very long time ago. Terms limits should have uh, ter- term limits should have ended Nancy. Pelosi's career in like the 1700s when she started uh, her political career. And now here she is still on the stage begging people to clap for her, as we talked about. Even MSNBC's Stephanie Rule is slamming at Nancy Pelosi. MSNBC's Stephanie Ruell is a far left committed Marxist. Yet she is saying, yo, uh, Nancy Pelosi is slow walking this congressional ban on trading stocks. I wonder why. what? What? Why could it be? Let's play the the maybe first honest thing ever broadcast on MSNBC. It's
1: legal to be sleazy, especially in this case for members of Congress. She wrote this legislation in 2020. Nancy Pelosi has had months and months and months to bring this thing to a floor. (laughs) To the floor. September thirtieth, that's That's when you all go on recess. You got a little over two weeks. Is there any chance Speaker Pelosi brings this thing to a vote? You can't blame Republicans on this one. Our legislation. Uh, that's right. Our, our legislation at this point has more as 67, uh, 67 co-sponsors, Democrats and Republicans across the ideological spectrum. Uh, what I can tell you is this. If the speaker wanted to bring it for a vote this week or this month, uh, she certainly could. Uh, and so we've seen kind of stall tactics along the way. There
0: OK, so there's MSNBC actually going after Pelosi. These are going to be dark days for Joe Biden, man, especially if, if Republicans win the House. I think they're going to investigate Nancy Pelosi. I mean, I think every member of Congress that come on our uh, that, that come on our show, uh, we will start asking them, will you investigate Nancy Pelosi for those insider trading deals uh, from the Daily Mail? Ninety seven members of Congress and their families bought or sold stocks. That may have been a conflict of interest, in case you're wondering if Congress is equally colluding against you, the American people, to enrich themselves, just like an oligarchy. Nearly 100 members of Congress bought and sold financial assets uh, that intersected with the work of the committees that they sit on, according to a New York Times report. Of the 435 House members, 183 traded stocks through themselves or their inter- or their immediate family members from 2019 to 20, uh, 2021, at least 97 bought and sold stocks and bonds that they themselves or their spouses o- directly oversee in their congressional work. This would be called insider trading. It means I'm going to create a system that makes these water bottles super cheap. Okay? It's going to make the water bottles cheap. Everyone's going to have to be forced to have one by law. And then I'm going to invest in the company that makes the water bottles. It's easy as that. That's it. House Speaker Nancy Pelosi and her husband Paul Pelosi have come under fire for frequently trading millions. Just this summer, Paul Pelosi bought five billion uh, shares of a semiconductor chip manufacturer days before a vote that handed 52 billion to semiconductor manufacturers. <laughs> they laugh in your faces. They hire FBI informants that leak, that created the dossier. They pay them American greenbacks. They insult you. They humiliate you. They are a disgusting cabal of criminals, and they wait. Ladies and gentlemen, for their day, if they are not held accountable, then what will we do? We can just complain about it. So let's hold them accountable. Jen Psaki is going to be held accountable by her own ratings. Again, we've had record ratings on this show, and we thank you so much, by the way. We love this audience, and we appreciate you. And if you ever want to email us an idea or a suggestion, please email me directly. Our team reads this email. I read this email. I stay up late and respond. If you have an interest in the show, if you have an interest in telling us a story to cover, we respond. We get a lot of emails. We respond as much as we possibly can. Uh, Between like 10 o'clock and 11 at night, I'm like sitting there responding to emails. Writing emails back to people, commenting, uh, hey, that's a great story idea. And then if it's good, we kick it right to ALX and it goes into the day's show. So thank you for letting us know what you want us to cover. This is a program driven entirely by you. It is completely moderated by you. And we love you. And we just wanted to say that one more time. Jen Psaki, we don't love. Jen Psaki made her first appearance on MSNBC. You don't have to watch. You can watch this show. Instead of MSNBC. It's great. Uh, Jen Sankey made her first appearance on MSNBC. The host said that Donald Trump was currently president. Ho, 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 ho. Can't wait for her to be kicked off social media. Watch.
3: And, oh, by the way, Donald Trump is still, the, pre- in some ways, not he's not the president of the United States. In his mind, he may be. But in terms of his dominance over the news cycle, the yeah. multiple swirling investigations have made him a figurehead in, yeah. in, in the Republican Party and in national politics. Well, nothing's more of a driving and an uh, excitement factor like Donald
0: Trump for Democrats, right? I mean, they love to be opposed to him because they are. Um, Independents, many are don't want to see another reign of trump and uh the more he engages in the race the more he puts himself out there the more it's a reminder
3: of what's at stake to people and having trump on the ballot is a hugely energizing factor in a lot of these races
0: Mm -hmm. so in case you're wondering why the fbi Take a step back. So this is what one of my sources said to me this morning. They said, in case you're wondering how political the FBI has become, there is sort of a long-standing rule that you don't start or open any investigation 90 days before an election, right? That would be considered influencing an election. So you don't do it 90 days before an election. You wouldn't want to do that as the FBI. Yeah, so these are rules. How many days before an election did they raid Donald Trump's home? They raided Donald Trump's home on August 8th. Do the math. That is literally at the 90-day threshold before the midterm elections. They are thoroughly and politically totally shot through. They intended on bringing Donald Trump to the forefront of every conversation. They wanted to do this. You see Jen Psaki, they're gleeful that they have brought Donald Trump into the media and into the conversation in order to bring out the drooling, bloodthirsty, salivating, blue and on. People who you see in the street with their blue hair. That's the intention of this. Aside from getting the Russiagate documents, they wanted Donald Trump back in the news. Now, we've seen this backfire for them. They were supposed to win in a huge landslide in 2018. Didn't work. They were supposed to win in massive landslides in 2020. in the Like on, on a congressional ballot, for instance. Right. Donald Trump went out and campaigned and won. Tons of races that were not supposed to be won by Republicans. And it looks like Donald Trump is as powerful and even more so in that position here in the 2022 cycle, as multiple candidates won last night that were not supposed to win in New Hampshire. New Hampshire had an all-important primary last night, and Trump ran the board. Former Trump staffer, aged just 25, won her House primary battle in New Hampshire, and Trump-backed Brigadier General wins Senate primary against moderate GOP candidate, key battle for the midterms. This is a primary that needed to be won. Carolyn Levitt, 25, won her GOP primary against fellow uh, former Trump administration staffer. And John, I'm sorry, Don Bullock, staunch supporter of Trump, won on Tuesday. ALX, do we have the uh, Don Bullock, like, uh, like that clip, with him having the armor and the uh, so the, the like the the arrows and the shield, man, we got to play that clip for you. Hold on. We got an incredible we got an incredible uh, clip for you coming up. Uh, Don Bullock is a brigadier general, staunch supporter of Trump. He won his Tuesday primary after the state's president, Chuck Morse, endorsed Bullock will take on Democrat incumbent Senator Maggie Hassan in the November elections hoping to be the New Hampshire senator. And we'll see what the polling looks like, and we'll have on uh, one of our favorite pollsters, Rich Barris, to talk to us through New Hampshire. New Hampshire's state is, the motto is, live free or die. New Hampshire has like a Gadsden flag, essentially, as its flag for its state. It's a viciously independent state. New Hampshire, I think, is trying to get rid of all, all taxes in the state itself, Anyway, we love New Hampshire. We're huge fans of that state. We think that New Hampshire will hopefully return to the side of freedom. There's absolutely no reason that any Democrat should ever represent this state. Uh, The Cook Political Report is saying that, yo, uh, this isn't going to swing our ratings on these issues. This is going to continue. We're going to continue to rate these as toss-ups. So it is the Republicans to lose. Again, Republicans only have five seats to make up inside of the House and only one seat to flip the Senate. They just need a net pickup of one seat. So this could be the deciding seat. So the people of New Hampshire, ladies and gentlemen, the people of New Hampshire, get out and vote. Don Bullock, ladies and gentlemen, had an incredible uh, speech last night where he had walked out on stage with a like a shield. Like a shield with arrows in it. It was incredible. The team is working slowly, apparently, to get this clip loaded up for us to play for you. Come on, guys, we're faster than this. Where are we? All right, all right. Uh, we may not be able. To, like, all right, ALX, you got to let me know what's up. I got to play the clip for you because this is the, this is there. He is. <laughs> It's worth the wait, ladies and gentlemen. It's worth the wait. This is me not doing uh, enough enough pre production for the show. I thought this clip would be loaded up. Uh, now we're ready. Here we go. The the, the 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 error is really on me. I needed to tell them to put this clip in the in the uh, uh, the slate of videos that I wanted to play. This is the Senate candidate in New Hampshire, Don Bullock, with a C, with a shield and arrows. In his victory speech for his primary last night,
2: (laughs) we have successfully protected ourselves. We are now going to rally around the circle, unity, freedom, liberty, and together we're going to beat Maggie (laughs) Hassan.
0: Come on, man. I love that energy. We love that energy. So there we go. Huge shout out to the team. Got us a couple of clips uh, uh, today, just sort of on the fly. Huge shout out to you, who run this show. And a huge shout out to the principles that define this show. God, family, country, man. That's it. That's the cornerstone. That's why we do this whole thing. If you agree with that, tune in, baby. We got you. If you agree with that, subscribe. Please click like please send us emails, and please follow us. We're going to keep going. We got 55 days before this midterm election. We got dudes with shields and arrows up in New Hampshire walking around giving speeches. Guys, the guy rules. Can't wait to have him on the show. He was on War Room this morning. Let's book Don Pulak. This guy rules, and you rule, ladies and gentlemen. We rule this country, actually, in spite of what they try to do and take from us, in spite of what the intel agencies in collusion with the Democrats try and do to destroy the way that this country was founded together, we actually rule this country because we were born free men and free women. And we're going to stay that way as long as we continue the fight. So keep fighting, keep memeing, keep sharing, keep watching, and join us, ladies and gentlemen, as we take back this country and as we save the greatest gift that God has given mankind as a nation, this beautiful place called America. Save America and stay free. My name is Benny Johnson. Thanks for watching.